Yes, sir. How's that for an intro? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is Slappergast episode number 54. And we've got the, the Blackguards trifecta here again today. Eric C. Hughes. Hello. Patrick Devlin and myself. And um, we have more Ireland information today. Really? More as in ready to print? Uh, almost. Yes. <laughs> ready to talk about and in and, and, and great, greater detail than we have before. Do you want me to run down some of this stuff? Or do you, yeah. No, I, I, I think we should just end it right here. Just, <laughs> I want to hear it. No, and then we'll stop. Yeah. Let's hear the news and then we'll stop. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it is pretty pretty early. This is 7 a.m., just uh, just so you know. It's a foggy morning. It's a um, it's the end of a very, very short weekend, but a very, very fun weekend. And um, we're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about Ireland today, and we're going to talk a little bit about Paddy's Day, and we're going to, um, but yes, so Chad, you were saying about our Ireland 2020 trip. What, what you got? Yeah, well, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I think we've got, we are starting off in Dublin, as usual. This is going to be October 24th through November 2nd, I believe. The 23rd. We leave on the 23rd. We leave on the 23rd, right? So we arrive in, in Dublin on the 24th. Yeah, unless we want to teleport, then we can right. do that. So two days, two days in Dublin. Uh, then we've got, uh, I think, two days in Cork. And then we've got two days... <laughs> I should have made a list. Yeah, no, but then, we, then it's Killarney. Then it's Killarney, okay. And, and then Galway. Galway, two days in Galway. So is it one night in Killarney? Yes. Okay. One night in Killarney, two nights. So it's the only one night place we have really is Killarney. And then there's the last night we go back to Dublin for one more night. But that's going to be a really fun night when we head back to, um, when we head back to Dublin, because we're going to be staying at a hotel. We haven't stayed at before. It's actually a castle. Actually, they're all just start They're They're um, except for the Camden court. They're all places we've never been. That's true. So, um, just uh, you know, we're gonna post links to it, and you can check them out. But these are all these are all the the, the easily the best hotels we've stayed in. And you know, being with us on the last couple of tours, it's have always been always been great hotels. These have uh, nothing's gonna surpass this. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, and Sienna, Sienna Nania, who's been helping us get this whole thing together, she's really put it together herself, practically. Uh, this time, for example, uh, gratuities are going to be included so you, for the driver, so you don't have to worry about... Did you say gratuities or movies? Gratuities okay, there are you go. included. There you go. Um, those are included this time, so you won't have to worry about sorting out your, your tips at the end of the week. Um, look at what we got. Yeah, Halloween is actually going to be in this castle, in Kalantarf Castle, which is... Uh, I hear there's like three three different bars in the, in the, yeah. in the place, so... It's going to be really cool. I, th- I think that's going to be a really neat way to end the week. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, the first night there's going to be a pub crawl led by yours truly, which which they have they have dubbed the uh, the Smalley Crawley. Mm-hmm. Was that yours? Did you yeah, come up with that? That's I kind of thought so. That had that had a Devlin feel to it. <laughs> the first beer is on me. It says here. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at. <laughs> I'm already, he's very, I'm a, I'm he's already, very amused at himself yeah, right now. I'm already, uh, did I miss something? Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be uh, on previous tours we've 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 had official T-shirts and stuff, and there's definitely going to be that. But there's going to be a few other surprises too, as uh, little souvenir things from the trip that are be specially branded uh, as the Blackguards tour. 
and Patrick already mentioned the hotels. They're all really fantastic. Camden, of course, being the one we've, we've always, we've started off all our tours at Camden, which is, especially when you're spending a couple of days in Dublin, that's a great place to start from because it's, it's a really nice hotel and it's centrally located. Um, so all staggering distance to everything. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I mean, within you got Stevens green, you've got Grafton street, you've got the, uh, the whole temple bar area, you've got Trinity college and Guinness, Guinness and Jameson, all this stuff are really literally within walking distance. Do people go in that Guinness store? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that was like, that was actually the very first thing we did on the very first tour. That used to be kind of a routine that, when we'd show up in Dublin, it would be too early to check into the hotel. So they'd take us straight to the, uh, the Guinness storehouse as it's, mm. called, as it's called, as it's called, which is more sort of like a museum tour yeah, than like a brewery tour. Yeah. Yeah. We skipped it when we went because I just read a bunch of reviews that it was just too, it was too commercial, too much. If you really are interested in the history of, of the beer and how it's made and stuff, sure. it's really cool. Nice. But you definitely need to be well slept. <laughs> otherwise yeah. you can just take your ticket go straight to the gravity bar at the top and yeah. get your free pint yeah um which is cool too yeah yeah i don't mean the downplate it's actually really and they have, they have a lot of really cool gift shop stuff in there uh shirts that you don't get anywhere else but i got which kind of annoyed me there was those last year i wanted to go because i i had kind of made my own little tradition of buying a guinness shirt when i was whenever i was in ireland mm-hmm. and uh but you can't get into the gift shop unless you have buy a ticket to the door. That's just poor planning, Guinness. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Should be a revolving door into the gift shop. Come I've on. forgotten that because I, I went back one year, we did do the tour and I bought two shirts and they were, I decided they, they were the wrong size. So I walked all the way back there, which is kind of going, actually walking to the storehouse from Camden does take a while. And, uh, I got there and they let me in just to do the exchange, even though I didn't have any ticket, have a ticket, but I, I had I didn't piece that memory together until I was there. I was like, "Oh damn it!" <laughs> just, so anyway. Yeah. anyway, yeah. So there's so uh, yeah. We'll we'll uh, we'll uh, release this this week, and you can have a look at it and whatnot. And um, it's all set up now to uh, to where they can take deposits and whatnot for the for the tour. And uh, we've we have uh, God, we got Patty's Day staring Come staring out. at us right now, and we're uh, we're um, Delighted to 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 mention that we're uh, we're going to be at a place that we 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 had heard about for years, and never really never even called them before, but um, we called uh, Poor David's in Dallas about uh, about a show and moved some stuff around. And Patty's Day proper, March seventeenth, we're going to play uh, Poor David's in Dallas, which is a wonderful venue. I've heard just phenomenal things about it. Our good friend Bill Kirchin played there, and uh, I'd read some uh, some great reviews about that show, and his take on the club was really cool. So just okay. uh, just have, of course, everybody and anybody that's been in a touring band has played there. But um, so really looking forward to that. Have you played there, Eric? Yeah, I did yeah. a long, long time ago with uh, Mike Barfield. Oh, okay, cool. Was it a good good room? It was a long, long time ago, so I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yes, it was. Well, I the, the, on their website they have a, a video a video walkthrough of the club where the owner takes you through the the and it the, oh, neat. You know, great seating, not a bad seat in the house, and there's yeah you know elevated sides and whatnot to to uh, to anyway. So it was just, that, just exciting because uh, we can uh, 
we can start making fun of other cities now that we're mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that we're um, going to go see see our our friends in Dallas. Yeah, and um, uh, Dallas just just for those who don't know, Dallas is a very very strange market in that um, it's uh, we've played there many many times. When I, I talked to the owner about playing there, and he said, "Well, you know, what's your connection to Dallas?" I said, "Well." We're in the superior city, you know, we're connected by a freeway, if that means it. And uh, <laughs> apart from that, I said, you know, we've played North Texas Irish Festival. We played in McKinney. We played in Frisco. We played in Fort Worth. We played, we played all around, but we've also played in Dallas proper a few times. Yeah. And the clubs have, uh, it just, they seem to turn over faster than, than any city I've ever heard of, you know, as far as you know, clubs and pubs and, you know, yeah. rock bars and, you know, just. just Except seems- for Port David's though. They've been around for. Yeah. yeah they've ever. been around they're, for- they're one of the few stalwarts in that part of town where. Yeah. Was it 10 years ago or a little bit more? Like the whole Deep Ellum thing kind of went to shit. Did it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. just everything just kind of closed down, but now it's, now it's gone through a nice little renaissance. So yeah. things are happening there again. A lot of art stuff, a lot of restaurants a lot of cool cool bars and stuff like that so it'll be good it'll be, yeah, so, be but good. there was a time there was a, there was a time was a nothing going on there yeah. yeah like everything just went to hell yeah hmm. yeah and I, I i don't even like to mention this but i actually lived in dallas for a very very short very very short time like a long weekend when you first or, moved yeah, to texas yeah. right yeah. yeah 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 dallas is the reason why i live in houston so i am grateful for that i'm grateful that it was such a, a dump that i mean uh uh so grateful that i didn't like it that much uh, so I ended up here, but um, no, just uh, it's it's uh, it's it's str- it's strange. The rivalry's funny, and the the um, the 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 city is is it, it, it's it's a very strange layout. It always it always seems to me that there's way too much traffic for what's happening in that area. Yeah, and I always found that like if I've ever played a gig up there or even in Plano and having to get back through Dallas, like if you drive like after hours, the craziest drivers yes. are in Dallas. I mean, Houston, you know, we, we drive kinda kinda fast, but I don't know what it is about Dallas, but everybody's got somewhere to go at, at three four at two forty five in the morning. Someone's got somewhere to go quickly. And it's always been kind of white, like white knuckling, like always checking your rear view, seeing who's coming up behind you. Because man, they drive fast up there. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. We but. were we were on tour one time. We were leaving for a tour one time, and we were driving up through Dallas. And I remember uh, uh, a car going by, and we were we were doing a easily seventy five eighty because it's the, the roads were relatively empty. Sure. And this car blew by us and was was taking the feeder roads and running the lights. It looked like it was doing it for sport, you know, for, but I was actually being chased by a cop. Oh, good. And yeah. the, uh, the, the cop car was having a devil of a time trying to keep, keep up. up. Well, it was a, but yeah, that's, I, I've, I've seen it. And I see this more and more on the Houston freeways as well. These, these racing cars at, you know, two and three and four in the morning when the freeways are emptying out, em- emptying out and whatnot. Seen these these people going by it just oh, yeah. just breakneck speeds. It's yeah. uh, yeah, it is concerning and it's it's uh, it's it's night like nights like those that I that I'm very glad that I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, got a little coffee high, you right? Know, sober versus the yeah, drive sober, don't get pulled over, or whatever the thing is. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. 
That's the right Mo- Monday morning riffing right yeah. there. Yeah, I should write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Bad campaign. Anyway, Dallas, St. Patrick's so, yeah, Day. So, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. And then uh, um, uh, Thursday, we're backing up now, as we do. So, uh, the Thursday before, we're going to be at T-Bone Tom's. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday, we're talking to Brenham. Uh, they, they make uh, Blue Bell ice cream. Blue Ball ice cream. It's uh, not very good, but you can try it if you like. And then... Uh, that's uh, right, and then Saturday. Listeria is extra. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, salmon extra. Um, if the, uh, people are dying to eat that ice cream, I tell you. Yeah, and then Saturday the Too two soon chat market market <laughs> square, <laughs> uh, not market square. What is it? Yeah, market, market square, historic yeah. market square in, in downtown Houston. Downtown Houston. That's right. First show. And then O'Bannon's, where we just were, we're doing 6 p.m. to close, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> that, what? Yeah. What? You heard it. Well, so before then, that, the, 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 just a little bit about the Market Square show. That's uh, from 2 to 3 in the afternoon. All uh, ages. All ages, no yeah, and free. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've, we've, we've played at Market Square once before, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I highly recommend you you bring the family out to check us out there. Actually, it might have been the first time we ever played with young Wesley Barlow. I think you're right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so that's Saturday, and then Sunday. What? Who who would play on Sunday? Well, we're playing on Sunday in Cyprus mm-hmm. at the Ranch Bar, Ranch Bar, and Kitchen, and Kitchen mm-hmm. in Cyprus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. That's going to be for early start, 7 o'clock. Yeah. And um, you can hear about it in the, the parade. They're going to be in the 1960 parade. They're going to be telling you all about it. So mm-hmm. it's a really, really, really busy, busy, uh, busy Paddy's Day. As uh, our friend Eamon from Molly's Pubs always says, when it's, when Paddy's Day is in the, is in, you know, during the week, it's, it's a monstrous time. So mm. yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be no different. This is going to be all nuts all crazy for i like that, for that. yeah me too I, I like to be i like to stay busy yeah yeah this yeah. one's gonna be really really busy mm-hmm. reason, then, reason being for those who are not familiar with this business that when when patty's day doesn't fall on a weekend and it falls like on a tuesday like it does this week that means there'll still be gigs on tuesday but then there'll be gigs as you just heard through through almost the entire week before and after um on top of that so yep it works out really well for us yeah. so and I, I've added, I mentioned this to Patrick the other day, the other night that I've added, I think more new venues to our schedule and our, on our, on the website over the past couple of weeks than I have over any other two week period I can, I can think of. Well, that's it. Cause we're, we're, we're heading out of town a lot Yeah, and we're going to be, um, we're going to be pulling back on our Houston shows and, uh, you know, hitting the road more. So mm-hmm. that was the, uh, that was the, the, you know, when, uh, when Mike was deciding that he couldn't, you know, do the schedule anymore, and Eric was deciding that he could do the schedule, we uh, that's when we really put the put the screws to the calendar and we, you know, hit the hit the hit, hit the bricks as they say. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, yeah, so we're we're really really looking forward to um, uh, actually. I'm back in the studio again today, putting more guitar tracks on the records and um, uh, over at BB Gun Studios. But uh, uh, and hopefully that next weekend we're going to get back in and st- and start work on another couple of tracks. So that the album's coming along really nicely, 
And um, Paul's um, Paul at PB Gun Studios has been uh, very diligent about sending over these uh, rough mixes, so I'm able to, you know, so we're able to kind of fix and you know redo and stuff like that. And mm. um, so it's just very, very, very uh, just uh, uh, it, it, it's a great. Um, great outlook now on 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 what's coming because it it's uh ju- judging by the response at the the shows uh looks like it's going to be a pretty pretty upbeat pretty pretty di- very different record than what we've uh, what we've thrown out before. Oh yeah. But uh so Eric I wanted to ask mm. you oh about yeah. God about, damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh it's that Bandcamp summer story. Um, no, I wanted to ask you. So, see, we, we obviously we played a, quite a few shows now, and uh, College Station is different in that it's it, it it's a weird. I I I mean I guess I don't know what a what a what a what a typical venue is, but O'Bannon's is a strange venue in that they I I don't believe O'Bannon's has any other bands that play there. You know, they have their trivia night and they have, you know, um, beer ta- or beer company takeovers where they yeah. do, you know. So it's, uh, and Northgate is, 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 has changed so much in the 15 years or whatever we've been going there. I, it's just, I, I mean, you're, uh, you're, you're a man of the world. You're a, uh, well, you're a, um, as, I, I mean, it's, cause I know it's strange to talk to these people at, at, at these shows because, they're college students. They're very, very young, and they're mm. they're it's it's new to them to kind of see that you know uh, a rock and roll band. Never mind an Irish rock and roll band. That's that's a so. I just my question to you is, it, uh, it, you know, in all your years of experience, how is it how is it different for for you playing in a venue like that? Versus I think it's the, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a it's a neat thing because it's a, it's a very unique um, mix of people. Because you have your stalwart fans, yeah, that kind of run the gamut of of almost all ages that show up, yeah. Like there were some young folks that were there that were buying t shirts from Chad right before we even started. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Those two guys that were there, um, they sat right in the front with the beards and the vests. They they were obviously longtime fans. Older people that were sitting kind of behind me on yeah. that side, <clears throat> and then. Just all the, and then it seemed like there were a lot of kids that were there that knew you guys yeah, too, which is interesting. And then a lot of new people that were just there to hang out. So it's always interesting. And then like during the break, um, one of the kids actually kind of grabbed me as I was walking by and said, you know, he's like from drummer to drummer. And he, and so he was actually a student at Texas A&M studying, uh, playing in the jazz band there. So that was cool. Get a check to talk with him. He could have been more than nine, uh, nine, that's right. Not 19, 21 probably. No, just a kid. Yeah. So it's always fun to 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 meet your fans, and it's been a while since I played in a place that was like a college environment kind of a thing. So it's fun to see the the young people coming out. Yeah. And uh, well, the bars you know, really enjoying themselves. I, I, I'm assuming this is still true. The bars there, you you can get into the bars if you're if you're at least eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. You can't drink, but they'll let you in. I don't know okay. why. I don't know how that works out for the businesses there. I mean, that would make me nervous if I was a bar owner. But that's well, they were checking IDs at the bars. Yeah, they too. do. They have to do that very, very strangely. Check your ID when you walk in, and yeah. then before yeah, you yeah. order a drink, they check your ID. But I guess again. being that close to a college, it just, it just, 
works out better for them if people can bring their friends in, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we have such a big, well, maybe, maybe he was younger than 21. Though. He, Look, yeah, he was he, drinking he though, but I don't know. Cause my, my brother, my little brother used to come see me there before he was of age. Oh, nice. And his friends, some of his friends showed up that, that night yeah. as well. So, but they're yeah. all, they're all 21, 22 now. Yeah. It's my second time playing there. I played there once before you guys. I, yeah. I can't remember if it was last, wasn't last year. I think it was the year before. I don't yeah. remember. I um, and, uh, it was fun to get back there and, and see people and, just have a, that was a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Cranked D- out a couple, yeah. uh, songs that we hadn't rehearsed. I think we played, uh, the Emerald. Then Lizzie. Yes. Yeah. That and was then great. we played the, uh, Donegal Express. Very good. Said it correctly. That was great too. After being yeah. reprimanded by Patrick in the bathroom after the gig. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, the about pronunciation. How, yeah. About how I pronounced the, yeah. the words. Should we set that straight for people now? Donny, Donegal? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're ready for it. Really? I we should wait. Well, they not they weren't ready for the reprimand that I got, so that's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely an ankle grabber. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it's was, it's was fun to kind of you know stay on top of your on top of your get on on your toes and really listen and try to you know try to make sure that you're playing all the songs right. So yeah, it's a fun gig, fun show, great crowd. Yeah, super. I have to say too, I you know in playing a song that we've never rehearsed before, you know the 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 nice thing about playing uh, with Eric is. When, when we uh, and Mike was good at it too, but I'm, I'm not singling out here. But uh, when we gave you a song to learn, you learned the song. Well, yeah, and you came back with the <laughs> with the uh, uh, with it. So okay, because a few few episodes back, I told the story of our good friend Ben Hales when we were up in Minnesota it was our drummerless tour and. Uh, uh, we showed up and we're just, you know, with traffic and whatnot, we ended up getting there a little bit later than we wanted to. And the drum kit was set up. We never met this guy. So we went out on tour, just to recap, we went out on tour. We fired our drummer, you know, a week before the tour. And uh, and uh, that that seems like a really silly thing to do, but that was a great move on the on the whole. But um, so, so we, 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 you know, we called all the clubs and we said, hey, we've got no drummer but do you want us to come up and do acoustic and we'll bring the electric stuff in case we can, you know, hire somebody on the way. So anyway, so we get there and to, we arrive at the club and there's a drum set sitting on the floor. Nobody there, just a drum set. <laughs> so we start setting up the PA and we met the guy and he couldn't have been nicer. And we're still friends with him today. He's still a, just a, just a, just a wonderful, wonderful young man. And, uh, but I remember, I'll never forget the feeling that I had as we went to count in the first song and I turned to the microphone and I went one, two. And as I hit that before two, my knees just wanted to give out. It was everything I could do to hold myself up because it was, it's scary. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't know. Cause somebody's idea. idea. And I said this to, but somebody's idea of a drummer is completely different than a drummer playing in a band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy can, he can, he can play, he can play back and black all the way through to a tape, <laughs> you know, or he knows the he knows the fill in, yeah. you know, trying to get to you or he does whatever he, you don't know, you know, and, and, and just hearing something, you go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, you know, okay, well he's, he's got a chop or two, 
but but <laughs> but now you got to stand in front. You got to take it. Yeah. And luckily for us, Ben was unshakable. His temples were just. Uh, if metronomic is a world, he is a metronomic man, and mm-hmm. we were just so we were able to to lay back. So that was the wonderful thing. That forty minute spew was. Uh, um, uh, it's just it's just nice to be able to play those songs and not have to think, shit, am I going to have to cover here? Are we going to have to train wreck? Are we going to yeah. have to, you know? Yeah. So it was just, it's just really nice to be able to throw. So we're going to do that again this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the uh, funny thing is, is when I, when I was on Facebook, there was this group called the Austin, Texas Drummers Social Club or whatever the fuck it was called. Some, something, so a bunch of the Austin drummers we're on it and we, you know, we'd get, when I lived up there, we get together once in a while and ha- I'll get to go and have lunch and hang out. It was fun, you know, to meet everybody and talk shop and whatnot. Um, usually I was one organizing it cause everyone else was, you know, too uh-huh. busy doing whatever they were doing. So, but I was happy to do it. And, it, and even when I moved back here, I was on the, uh, still on the page. And, uh, so I was just kind of like, you know, just kind of checking it out one day and some guy, I can't remember his name and I'm, if, if I didn't remember, I probably wouldn't call him out, or would I? I don't know. Um, so, who I never met, um, he was basically saying, "Hey guys, um, how do you put uh, charts on an iPad to use for gigs?" And I was like, "That's not how you do it." I didn't say that right away. Ooh. You know, I didn't say anything. And some people chimed in, like, "Well, the best way to do it is create a PDF and all this other technical nonsense." And um, and uh, I think it was Mike Bernal, who's a good buddy who plays drums for Dale Watson. He's been playing drums for Dale for a thousand years. And I think, I think uh, he wrote, just learn the song. Yes. <laughs> and my response was, <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Yeah. My response was, thank you. I liked his response. He liked my response. And then this guy responded to our response with this long thing about like, you guys don't know how hard it is to learn all these songs for all these different people. Yes, we and do. And then I just you know, did the whole like, you know, cracking the knuckles kind of a thing. Like, give me a second here. Yeah. So I sat down and started typing. And I'm like, hey, look, I go, you know, this is a challenging business. But, you know, I, I promise you that Mike and I have to learn more songs in our careers than you'll possibly ever play. And then Mike wrote... Thank you. <laughs> yes. And then a guy responded again, and he basically told us to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not cricket. But, you know, yeah. to his credit, I was just like, you know, it's this is how basically, this is how you do this. You know, you learn, you, you listen to the music nonstop up until the gig. You write out big charts, then you write out small charts, and then you write notes on the set list. Worst case scenario you when the song when you're going into the next song you stop and you say what's the feel in this one are there any stops you ask questions Mm -hmm. yeah if you're unsure you ask questions but don't interrupt the flow and don't be over there scrolling through pages on a fucking ipad (laughs) when you should just know this shit inherently yes yeah and then I think it dissolved into fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah, you, yeah, fuck yeah, you, yeah, back and forth. Of course. And, and me and Mike were just laughing, laughing, laughing. Yeah. And then I saw Mike a few weeks later in Austin. And uh, I was like, hey, man, let's take a picture of us giving that guy the finger. <laughs> so we did. And Mike's, and Mike's like, I know that guy. He's a friend of mine. I'm like, oh, even better. So there's a picture of us, me and Mike kind of giving, which I don't, I don't, the middle finger pictures I think are kind of stupid. But I go, this time we have to do one. Yeah. So, and then, and, and, I mean, it's just like, it's just, you know, if this is your job, being a musician is your job. Fucking do your job. Yeah. You know, learn the song. Learn it's what you're trial supposed by to do. fire. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and do your homework, but you, you have to, you have to be brave enough that you just fucking jump out of the pan. Well, that, and you know, just don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, you know, this is not, you know, the us festival. It's not Woodstock. It's a bar gig down the street. Ask but, a question but, but, before you start the song. Yeah. Hey, is this the one that goes like this? Yeah. Okay. Got it. One, two, three, go start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I like it too, because we, uh, we jump on stage. We, you know, we, 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 we come to the song and out of habit, I would count the song. You go, no, I got it. One, two, three. I'll, you know, I count, which is your job. Yeah. We're gonna, you know, and then, you know, if it's if it's a little faster, a little slower than we do, we'll just we'll 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 worry about that later. But right now, it's a rock and roll show. Are there music stands? No, no. Are there? You know that you know that this is. I don't want to go see a band with flipping pages and reading charts, and I, I don't want to see that. You know, when I saw when I went to go see uh, John uh, John Doe play with X a couple, me and Alan went a couple months ago to go see him down at Warehouse. Squeeze was the headliner. Yeah. Everyone had an iPad on stage. No. And I'm not sure if that, I'm not sure what the function of that was, but that was an immediate turnoff to me. Yeah. I can understand if you're so, if you're old and you don't know your lyrics as a teleprompter to get the lyrics, you know, yeah. like Ozzy does and, and every Elton John, all the older guys. So yeah. Springsteen. They got so many fucking lyrics. I mean, yeah. I can remember all that shit, especially yeah. at their age, you know, and we'll get there soon enough. Promise. But the idea of like having an iPad because you need to read a chart. I mean, unless you're playing, unless you're hired to be in an orchestra, yes. you know, back up like Tom Jones used to do back in yes. the day and whatever, you know, unless you're doing that, no charts, mm-hmm. no paperwork, a yeah. set list with some notes if you need it. Come yeah. on, people. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. Jesus. I, we've witnessed people learning that the hard way in this band, you know, sometimes despite our, our, our warnings, like, that's like, you're not going to be able to keep up with us with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and w- when you do, when you play from a page, <laughs> excuse me. When you play from that, from that crutch, from that, from, from that wheelchair, from that, you know, from that, whatever, whatever it is you, you want to call it, you're never going to learn the songs and the songs will never, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll never give you what you have put into what the rest of the bands put into them. Meaning the, the audience, the audience again reacted on Saturday night in college station. They acted exactly how they're supposed to act. They just got into it. they, believed what we were doing and they, 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 they soaked it up. They, they took energy from it. They, they, I mean, just a wonderful time was had, you know, by all. It was just, well, yeah. And maybe lastly, if you play from the page, then you're going to play tentatively. You're not going to play of course, as, yeah. as open and aggressive, not, not, I don't mean aggressive in a, in a negative way, but like, you know, rocking and driving that thing. We're, yeah, we're, we're a rock yeah. band. There's yeah. a lot of aggression in it. Yeah. Even on the fun stuff. There's, I mean, a lot of speed. There's a lot of, uh, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, yeah, it's just it, yeah. it, it's a uh, it's still with, with with all those with all those unmentionables. It's still you know it's 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 still the greatest gig you know greatest job. Yeah, yeah. And this this is one of the things too where where band chemistry and trust really comes into play too. Because not to downplay the important importance of rehearsal. Sometimes you don't have time to rehearse, but sometimes you just gotta the show has to go on. You gotta get get to work. Just you know, no matter how much work you have done or haven't done. I was just watching last night. Um, a little bit of running down a dream, the Tom Petty documentary, yeah, which I hadn't seen in a while. Did you ever see that? I've not seen that. Yeah, yet. It's really good. Um, but they're, it's a part in the, the story where Tom's talking about how they, they found um, Ben Montench, uh, the keyboard player in the band. Um, 
and, and how he sort of coerced him into joining the band. Mm. And I think they already had a gig and Benmont was in town from, he was like visiting home from college. You know, he wasn't in town for very long. And so Tom just said, man, man, what are you doing? Anything? You do anything tomorrow night? Like, no, why don't you come down and play with us? And I'm like, what? But I don't know any of the songs. I haven't rehearsed. Like, yeah, don't, don't worry about that, man. You know, it'll be fine. And of course, you know, he joined, he did that. He never left the band after yeah, that. It was exactly. just this instant, you know? <laughs> so sometimes you, I mean, you really have to be brave enough to, yeah, to just jump into it, you know? Yeah. That's really yeah. sometimes the only way you can find out if it's going to work or not. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just, we, we, I, I think we did, I think we've done a whole show on music stands on the stage. It's just, yeah, it's, it, it's that much of the, the, of a, uh, of a, just, it, is it repulsive? It's just, it's not, and, or, 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 or the bands that stare at their shoes, you know, the bands that are just, you know, going through the song eight, you know, just, just the, the set list. Like we've been better now about writing set lists out and sticking to them, but it's still, it's a different set list every night. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, w- w- one of the things that I really enjoy to do are, are, is, uh, w- while performing sandwich, not, uh, not just sandwich songs in between other songs, but have, um, uh, lead ins, from one song to another, especially when they absolutely don't go to get together, mm-hmm. the two same sides of a magnet. They're just, they're, they, you know, they fight you, but you find that you find that little piece that 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 you know tapes them together or whatnot. I, I love that, yeah, and I love it too because the 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 the, the in between songs seem to last for days. Sometimes, you know, in, in the you know, if there's tuning or if there's uh, announcements and stuff, you know, because we, we were doing the great Guinness toast. And as we mentioned before, uh, O'Bannon's is the number one Guinness sales point. I believe in, in the whole South, South, uh, Southwest region, I believe. What did you say, Chad? Last was it, you thought it was Oklahoma, Arkansas, yeah, Louisiana, right. and Texas. Yeah. 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 yeah which I'm, is, not, I'm not, I'm just kind of guessing. Let's I mean. just say that that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to fact check this. I, I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 if you do, you can send your complaints to uh, to the, the 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 drummer form in Austin. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're doing that. So you have to remind them, hey, we're doing the toast at whatever time. Get your get your drinks ready. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. You know, and then uh, and they take it real seriously. You know, they you know so 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 you got to do these announcements. You know, you want to introduce the band. You want to. You know, remind people that the staff are working really hard. You know, you, they're they're fighting through a lot of people to get people the drinks, and they're also like we're talking about having to take IDs while you know juggling their you know and, and you know you got to stay friendly on top of it. And it's just it's a, it's a that's a that's a shit job I've done for many many. It's it's a great job, you know, socially and whatnot. But I mean, that's a, that's a lot of work. This was rare that they did have to throw somebody out of the bar that night. Yeah. I've never that's, seen that there before. I've seen that. I mean, what has happened? Yeah. yeah. I've seen that two Ooh. times in memory that I can remember, but that's yeah, just completely alien to, uh, to college station, to what? that crowd, to what? their, to their credit though, to the bar staff's credit, it was quick. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it oh, was, yeah. I mean, I, I heard like a glass break that and was, I turned that, my head to the left yeah, and, and then they the, say, no, here comes the guy around the bar. <laughs> the entire and staff defend, descends on this guy and pushes him out the door. Yeah, but he did, they didn't even have to push him. He yeah. walked. He, yeah. he he walked himself out. And they. It's just. It, it, it's it, for, from some of the bars I've I've worked at. That's been that that's been just a, a joy to watch. Is the is the the respect 
mm-hmm. you know, for, and, 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 and as, uh, uh, as, as college town goes, uh, Northgate's extremely polite. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah, so yeah, as we've talked about. is very, very, very nice. Was her yeah. name Kimberly? Kimberly, yeah. Yeah, the guy helped us out at the, mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, she I think she's the bar see, manager. Yeah. We did see a guy hogtied and carried by four police. <laughs> well, that was outside across <laughs> yeah, the street. No, no, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> that was a different yeah, guy. That was yeah. kind of funny, though. Bannons, but that was a, and uh, he was probably in from Austin or something. Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wes captured it on, on, on his cell phone. Uh, the guy, go, oh, oh. <laughs> then, uh, he, he must have. Did, did you see them? Did you see that? I thought I thought me and Chad were looking out the window because the cop car was right outside yeah. the window. Yeah, I, I just the saw SUV. that they had somebody, in, and yeah. I think that was the same guy. Yeah, that they 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 had oh, him they kind of, out of the bar. Yeah, the, oh really? No, 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 no the no, guy no. that they had hogtied no. across oh, okay, the street. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I think I think they were kind of holding there for a second, and then they got some reinforcements, and they were going to walk him to a different car because that car had to stay there. Oh, it was in between the barricades. Yeah, I was. I didn't and see. Then all when they got in the parking lot of the gas station, that's when they he. He, they started carrying him around like a side of beef. Oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> okay. I think, I think Wes saw what, what happened yeah. to, well, to, 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 to make the, to make the transition from crazy. standing to, uh, carry. Yeah. That's it. I was, was so that's, and that's another rarity. We, too. Yeah. We never see fights. We Very never rare. see fights in college station. We yeah, never see. I could count them on one hand probably. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was strange. But, um, but yeah, uh, uh, and so another thing too. So so the the uh, those playing that amount of songs. I mean, we played a. I'm going to say twelve. Uh, I'm going to say we played about forty songs. That's Actually, more than that seems about right. More than that because there's songs within songs. So. Uh, uh, I like it because there's not a lot of downtime between songs. You know, you say yeah. a few things. I mean, obviously with the toast, I mean, that's, we decided to go on break anyway, because it yeah. was just like the, 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 the ebb and flow of the show kind of a thing. But I like it that there's just like, okay, this song is called so-and-so and it's for so-and-so or whatever. One, two, three, four. And there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. 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 I, I, that, that was my, that, that's my question. Is, so as far as other bands go, I mean, is, is that one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, because obviously, you know, when we go on the road, we're not going to be doing four-hour shows. Right. In Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, yeah. it's going to be essentially our our, our our dream is to be able to go in and do this, do that one set. You know, maybe the one set with a break and a, you know. Yeah. An, another set. But that, you know, that being the. Yeah. So, you know, because that's, the, that, that's the, uh, t- again, in my opinion, just from, from, going to see bands. I don't want to see, uh, I guess the last big concert I went to was Mark Knopfler. Yeah, me too. And I don't want to see him take a break. I want to see the, the show and go home, maybe an encore. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see the whole catalog. I don't want to see every single song. I want to see, you know, um, whatever they choose to do. That's what, you know, yeah. uh, what kind of get lost in the experience, the experience, you know, Instead of having di- yeah. disruptions or interruptions or intermissions and yeah. stuff, you know, yeah, the, the the intermission is boring. Yeah, because I, I remember I'm, I'm old enough to remember uh, going to movies and they used to have to cut the movie in half yeah. because change the reels. And I mean, well, that's yeah, I thought he made money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Send you to the concessions, you know. So, so I, I mean, as far as the the, so the, I guess you answered my question. Well, also, too, I mean, you think about, you know, like when I joined 
when I first started playing with Alan, well, the L orbits with David, uh, David Beebe and, um, and Jim Henkel, uh, they had like, when I joined them, they had an, a Houston band and an Austin band yes. and they would kind of divide. And basically it was like the rhythm section because Jim and David were the stalwarts in that band. And then they had a few guys here, a few guys up in Austin <clears throat> and David would just play straight through four hour wedding. We're playing straight through unless they want us to take a break for announcements toast or whatever. Yeah. Alan Hill and the oldies band, same kind of thing. Like play straight through very little time between songs. You know, basically we finished the song all right, this one's called Yummy, 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 Go. And then start the song and just go, you know? And he'd get pissed if he didn't start the song, mm-hmm. like, right away, you know? Because the idea was to keep people dancing, keep people on the dance floor. Um, but, you know, and and then, you know, the not taking a break thing over four hours is 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 sort of a, I think it's kind of a throwback to the early days of the L Orbis, or the, or the oldies band. And for me, I always never understood it because it was like, people might want a break. You know, you don't want to break because you're playing, but people may want to like catch their breath or just give it like a 10 minute break from all that noise happening. I don't mm-hmm. mean noise, but you know what I mean? Yeah, all no, that, all that sound happening. Yeah. And then it'd be kind of, I, I look back on it and it's, it's kind of like a weird, like, I think of it like, like the David and Alan thing is like kind of like this weird macho thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play three hours. Well, I'm going to play four hours. Well, yeah. I'm going to play. And so when we started doing the, the David BB sing Psalm, the Doug Psalm stuff, yeah. our first fucking set, five hours. Oh my God. Five hours with no break. <laughs> right. That's insane. Although there, I, I did, at one point I was like, Alan, I mean, uh, David, you got to tell a funny Doug Psalm story so I can go take a leak real is, quick. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's a long night. Yeah. You know, when, uh, when all these bands celebrated their uh, 20th anniversary or whatever it was, it was eight to two. The mm-hmm. gig was from 8 PM to 2 AM. When basically no break for me or Mark Riddell, who was playing bass because we also backed up the twang who was our guest artist. Uh, so basically we started, you know, all these bands starts plays from eight to 10 nonstop. Here comes the twang up on stage, play with them. And then here comes the oldies band again from 11 to, to two or whatever it was. So people need a break. Yeah. You yeah. know, once and not a very long one. But there's no question. But the other thing is, the bar suffers if you stay up that long. If you stay playing that, the bar doesn't sell. What? Well, and, and getting back to what Chad was just saying, you know, when you go see somebody, you want to see maybe the hits. You want to see some deep cuts. But ninety minutes, if you're doing like a one, like a like a, like a theater gig or, or like a, a concert like that, I think a ninety minute set is perfect. Yeah, because it doesn't give you listener fatigue. You're probably going to hear all the songs you want to hear anyway. And it's probably enough time, you know, especially today when people's attention spans are zero, seven yeah. seconds. I believe they said now is, is the most amount of time that Got most it. people will focus on something before they want, you know, they want something to happen. You know, like if you watch a video and it, the intro is too long, you know, get to the point kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah. So I think I it depends know. on the artist too. Like if I go to see Bruce Springsteen, well, yeah, I mean he, you know, I want a three he's, hours. Show. He's going to play three hours. I mean, yeah. when, I, when I saw him, he played three hours, and that yeah. was and that was fine. And he played everything, mm-hmm. and but he also talked a little bit and kind of yeah. told us a story, so it kind of gave us a break from you know the the musical uh, onslaught that it was. But you know, and now, so the funny thing about the the, the last thing I'll say about the BB Sing Psalm show is that first year five hours, second year four hours, <laughs> this year was three hours. <laughs> Like they figured it out, like, yeah. because they figured out like people want to come because, you know, our, our fans are, at least because that band is getting, they're, they're older, they have kids or whatever. 
They want to hear she's about a mover. They want to hear, you know, Texas tornado. They want to hear all those songs and then they want to go home. Yeah. So we put all those songs in the first hour and a half. Then we took a little short break. And then the second set was all the weird psychedelic, crazy Doug Somme shit that only the hardcore fans would want to hear. So they got, you know, they gotten, you know, I think they've understand understanding their audience a little bit better as they get older. I got to listen to this Doug Somme stuff. I, I had no idea who he was, who he was until I saw David. I didn't know until I, you know, I moved to Austin and he was all over the place and all the you know, people I was hanging out with, he, he was like the patron saint of, I, I think he's like the patron saint of like, um, either country rock or mm-hmm. Texas country rock or whatever, you know, people say Willie Nelson, which is fine. But I mean, like Willie never really rocked out like yeah. Doug, like Doug did, you know? So I, I, I think it's really cool. when I see somebody paying that much respect well, his to catalog, his catalog yeah. is, it runs the gamut from straight up two beat dance hall country yeah. to rock music, to pop music, to psychedelic weird, like, yeah. Well, I mean, trippy shit. There's you know? clear, and I haven't seen the show. I really want to see it, but there's just from the way that's presented, it's so clear that this is not just like a tribute or thing or cover thing. You know, where you, where you, where you go to see a band playing a bunch of songs by one artist. Yeah. This is like a presentation in a way. Yeah, and David, uh, David actually had a somewhat of a relationship with him from when David used to manage the satellite okay. uh, years ago, way before my time. You know, David yeah. and and Doug would come in and and he'd have Doug play and. You listen to David and Doug's voices when they sing. Wow. A lot of similarities. That's there. really cool. And Doug, I mean, uh, David is really channeling um, Doug's timbre in, in his voice. And, you know, we, uh, it's a couple of times I'm like, is this, oh, that's, that's David singing. Holy shit. You that's know? really cool. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a record that Harry Nelson put out called Nelson Sings Newman, mm. where he sings a bunch of Randy Newman stuff. Nice. And for people who don't know, Randy Newman's one of those artists where his, probably similar to Doug's song, where his catalog's really diverse you know you've got the big hits like you know short people and yeah. i love la and all that stuff and of course the toy story stuff that he he did yeah. in the 90s and stuff but his really early songs are, are really interesting and um unusual and nilson's stuff was very interesting unusual and stuff sure. but so he did a whole album where he was just singing randy's songs in his style yeah and randy actually plays on the record he plays piano oh, on nice. the record yeah. it's so good yeah but it kind of made me think of that but uh so i really i really want to check that out now yeah. i'm very very intrigued Anyway, well, I'm, I'm probably getting with the blackguards that night. So yeah, blackguards. Sorry, I, went, so I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to I that. I, I that we get to it. Yeah, we can just do a twelve-hour show. That's no problem. Yeah, why not? Yeah, oh, you're going to yeah. be playing with Alan Hill this Wednesday. Got a couple uh, one-offs this week at Alan Hill. Um, he's got his all over the map record uh, out that he recorded last. I recorded with him last year. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he wrote a bunch of songs about stuff, and it's not not oldies. It's actually some rock and roll stuff yeah. and some pop stuff. And, yeah. um, we're playing at the volcano on, under the volcano on Wednesday, be me and Mark Riddell, mm-hmm. local bass player, um, Landis Armstrong from Austin. We've known Landis for a thousand years. And then Thursday I'm playing a happy hour at Natachi's with Luba Dvorak. He's the, Oh yeah. You know him. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, I may have to come so, see both of these. He's shows. the sound guy. Sound guy. Uh, got, his, got his little, uh, his, he, Wednesday he does the big top ramble, but, uh, Attaches is doing this little happy hour thing before Beatles, so we're going to do that at Attaches, have some food and listen to some music, and it's going to be fun. That's cool. I've, I haven't seen Lula play before. He's good. Yeah. He's a really, he's a good, great, yeah. he's really, really good, good songwriter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, very, very, very talented young man. Mm-hmm. Luba, who's who's run sound for us at Continental many times. That's how I know him. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm, yeah that's cool. And then we got Friday in uh, Cyprus, right? Yes. Or, Saturday in Kima? Saturday at T-Bones, Tom's, yeah. 
Where's yeah. the uh, Where's the Friday gig? Uh, Friday Moe's. Moe's. Yeah, Moe's Cypress. Nice. Yes. Um, All I know is that when there's a usually when there's a gig, I just show up at Patrick's house. Yes, and then just go wherever the smart. van points us. Yeah, probably easier that way. Yeah. I got, do I, I, do I, I have I drums? drums? Yes. Do I have the right shirt? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, I usually find out where we're going when we go and I sit behind the wheel and go, all right, who, who, who mapped this out? Yeah. Well, didn't you book the show? Yes. But I, yeah, I damn sure didn't remember. Yeah. So we, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. A lot, lot of, a lot of really fun, really fun stuff, uh, on the horizon. And uh, I, I'm just I'm just looking forward to get back in back in the studio today and getting the getting some more guitar tracks down and um, then next week getting in doing cutting some new songs, some that we've uh, I don't think uh, you guys have even heard yet. So unheard that's going to be interesting. Unheard of, unheard of. Mm. Yes. What acoustic stuff? No, we've heard this song. Oh, we've heard. He's talking to the audience. I think. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. Well, right. I mean, there's a. There's I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, <laughs> no, no stuff I haven't heard. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there might be. There might be the uh, Deirdre might make an make an appearance. But um, yeah, we were just uh, gonna be fun. Gonna be a lot of fun. I like fun. Yeah. So yeah, so Ireland, uh, the online the online store. Is is up and running, and uh, want to direct you towards that. Also, uh, I'm going to have a a, new, a green shirt for some reason coming out pretty pretty soon here. So um, we're also going to put that on, on online as well for out of town out of town pals. Yeah, and uh, I know there's some other really. really uh, I feel like we're forgetting something. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Wayne Davis at Sweetwater Sound for hooking us up this Again. week. I got uh, I got my new drum microphones and my new stands in the other day, and we got another another QSC monitor. QSC monitor. And so he, thanks, not, Wayne. Not only did Wayne beat the price, but he also had it here in a couple of days. I mean, that man. Of, I don't know how they do it. It's so yeah. quick. Like you order it, and it just shows up. Yeah, it's like magical. So Sweetwater, um, you know, we'll we'll. Uh, I guess we'll put his information in there too. Just talk to Wayne, tell him we sent you. If you need any gear, you'll be inundated now. Yeah. And what about the yeah. cajon too? That you we haven't used it on stage. We used it. Yeah. So last week we had a rehearsal. I used my new cajon from Gone Bops. What, uh, what is a cajon? What uh, is a cajon? Yeah. It's it's spelled K John, cajon C A J O N cajon. Um, for those of you who don't know, no, it's kind of it's kind of been one of those weird percussion things that's sort of taken flight in the last. 10 or 12 years or so. Basically it's a, it's a box that you can sit on and you slap it and it creates a, it has a bass, like a low tone to it and kind of like a snare kind of a whack to it. So, and it's, it's a hand percussion thing. Yeah. Although some people can play it with brushes. Um, some people hook up a kick pedal to it. Um, and the one I got is from, um, my buddy Luis Cordosa at Gone Bops. Uh, they're an affiliate with Sabian. Sabian Symbols owns them. Who you're so, endorsed course, by. I'm endorsed by. Endorsed with. So Chris Stanky's my Sabian guy. Luis is the, the Gone Bobs guy. Super nice guy. He lives up in New Brunswick where the factory is. Uh, New Brunswick, Canada. Um, and Luis is always like, if he's not if he's not cross-country skiing, he's riding his bike through the woods, like in the snow and shit. He's nuts. He's crazy. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, always out there doing. Drinks a lot of beer. He's a good. He's a big fan of the beer, the craft beer. And wow, everybody points at Chad. Weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 Beer. 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 You, know, yeah. you know, you know, you like beer. That's right? something you drink. You, you like the the beer. You never stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, so thanks to Luis for getting that to me. Yeah, and I have to say too, still learning so, how to play it. Yeah, we we uh, well we we played in here with it last week. Yeah, and. And, and I believe it was your first. I obviously first time playing one. Yeah, yeah, that was your first time playing. It. That's and crazy. It sounded. I mean, you 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 did really well on it. Well, thanks. That was what. Yeah, but it just sounded so nice. So um, we did mention that. Um, uh, we didn't mention him by name, but Austin from KPFT was at the show, and I told him that we're gonna we're gonna go to the studio. We're gonna go into the to KPFT, which oh, we've we done a do few that. times. Yeah, but we need to do it for, uh, yeah. for Irish Airs. We also yeah. maybe go see Rourke as well. Yeah, yeah. wide open spaces. Yeah. But we that is when when we were playing it. That was the first thing that jumped out at me. Is yeah. we need to so 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 yeah. It, you'll be Mister uh, um, Cajon C Hughes will be mm. uh, will be will will be heard um, here pretty quick. Yeah. So uh, that 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 was just it was just very uh, you know uh, it, it, it it's always it's always a thrill to hear a, a new take on some of the stuff but i mean it really did it gave us a whole new sound mm-hmm. on you know even stuff that we messed with so yeah that was that was, that was really cool i'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to I'm more very, of that i'm really looking forward to that too because it's doing it it's been a long time since we've done an acoustic show and it's always really fun has been fun uh just kind of rediscovering all of our material in that format um because it's almost like kind of going back to square one in a sense where you're it feel it, it sounded sometimes it feels to me like we're playing the song for the first time and we which something you already know but you're playing it in, in this different format different yeah. different volume levels you know different in, in, instrumentation in some cases um yeah so that's gonna be cool i'm even and more that, excited that, about that that cajon will come in handy for the house concert stuff house, too. exactly yeah. where else and, I got, and i got a couple yeah. i got a couple yeah. of friends that that play them fairly regularly and they also augment with percussion so i'm going to reach out to them and see you know what kind of what kind of percussion they like to use and so like shakers or like foot tambourines and that kind of shit. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy stuff out there for drummers to augment their sound with. So we shall see. Yeah. Very 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 cool. Yeah. So uh yeah, so a l- lot of stuff a lot of stuff to uh digest here. <clears throat> so we should uh we should probably wrap it up and give these uh give these wonderful people uh, the the rest of their day off. Uh, did we mention next week Tuesday? Uh, Drunken Monkeys. Did we talk Did, about that? Didn't mention that at all. Yeah. Well, there we go. We'll, we'll mention it again next week. But yeah, Tuesday. This is an unusual. I just thought I should throw it out there because it's not very often we play on a Tuesday night. But next Tuesday, February twenty fifth, is Fat Tuesday. So the Mardi Gras parade is going to be going on down in Galveston on the Strand. And right after that parade, we'll be playing at Drunken Monkeys on uh, was it twenty twentieth Street? Twentieth Street. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, we won't be in the parade this year. We we don't have the time to do it, uh, so we won't be on the pirate ship. But they will be parked outside Drunken Monkeys, and you know everything will everything will begin and end with us at Drunken Monkeys. And just the parade, the parade route actually swings right by yeah. the club, or at least yeah. it did last last it year. It always does. Yeah, it's the same route. So you shouldn't have trouble any trouble finding us. <laughs> but we always have a, a really fun time playing there out there in the patio, and so uh, we usually pull a lot of people into that place from off the street. So it's going to be a really, really fun time. So I highly recommend you come down and check that out. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and lastly, I think that's it, right? Everything. 
So lastly, <laughs> we want to say happy birthday to Greg Fugate. Oh, yeah. Uh, he turned 60, 70-something. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just uh, we saw him in College Station. He and his lovely wife, Sharon, showed up. And uh, we, so we want to say thank, uh, you know, thanks for coming. But also, happy birthday. Greg has been just uh, invaluable to uh, not just a friend, but he's also just been, he's shown up with new banners. He's, you know, you know, we, we zip ties in a storm and uh, <laughs> you just uh, tarps and flooring for, I mean, anything that you need. Yeah. He's Johnny on the spot. This, so uh, this table I'm using right now as well. The podcasting yeah, yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. But he stole that from a homeless guy. So that's not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then he beat him up. Yeah. Uh, this is not, it's not nice, but anyway. Happy birthday, Greg. Man, this got dark. <laughs> and then he pissed. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Don't go changing. All right, we'll see you next week, y'all. Bye, guys.